You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about um, the emotional responses that we can experience when we're assessing our lives or when we're looking at trying to gauge some progress, whether that's progress against a particular objective or in a particular project, or as we're working through a time of adversity and challenge. And how I've noticed that it's kind of quite easy to default to feelings of negativity, of scarcity, envy and despondency, rather than sometimes being able to recognise with gratitude and satisfaction just how far we've come. So I've been trying to understand why I find it easy, instinctive and almost seductive to feel deprived and hard done by for the things I don't have in my life, rather than feeling blessed and grateful for all that I do. It's easier to feel dissatisfied and despondent about the lack of progress rather than to recognise how far I've come. I see it as an ugly and futile way to conduct myself and I wish I could avoid it. I slip into it frequently in many different aspects of life when I forget to count my blessings or whether I'm focused inwardly or rather sorry when I'm focused outwardly on others rather than feeling grateful for what I have in my own life. Given the choice I'd default to recognising my achievements. I'd feel grateful for what I have, and I'd appreciate my progress and accomplishments. I'd spend more time recognising the progress I've made towards my goals, and I'd acknowledge that I was doing my best and making good ground. And I do feel this way sometimes, just not as often as I'd like. When I slip into that dark place, I'll default to woe is me, rather than to wow, I'm doing great. I know firsthand that gratitude is a much more comfortable and positive emotion to live with than bitterness and deprivation are. It concerns me though that every time I slip into feelings of despondency, that my resolve to stick with the process and carry on with the work also seems to take a hit. Why is that? Why is it so easy to slip into this mindset? What prompts it and what do I hope to achieve by allowing it to consume me? Having thought about it, I think it comes from the unhelpful comparisons I make with my vision for where I should be, or where I want to be, with where I think I am. It comes from unhelpful comparisons that I make with others. Rather than choosing to be contented with who I am, what I've achieved, or what I have, I set benchmarks that are unrealistic or irrelevant to me. For example, I find myself comparing my achievements in the gym to those of my trainer, resenting that they find it easy to remain super motivated committing to the cause, and living as examples of the lifestyle that they promote. Instead of recognising my own progress and commending my own efforts and my consistency, as well as my steadily improving fitness, I'll seek out those who are doing better than me and then beat myself up for not measuring up to them. It strips me of the belief that I've I've achieved anything worthwhile, even when I know I have. In my writing and in my podcasts, I'll lament the modest, modest engagement I receive, compared to the thousands of likes and numerous comments that more established writers and podcasters seem to receive. Instead of feeling accomplished for having built a small monthly income from my writing, I'll feel despondent that I'm not making as much as the others, 
or I'll compare myself to the likes of Tim Ferriss, whose podcast has been going for ages, and who has millions and millions, if not billions, of downloads. Rather than remembering the warm glow that comes when someone reaches out to thank me for something I've written or released that helped them, I, fix, I fixate upon the number of views and followers that aren't growing as fast as I'd like. I wonder, is it constraining to be satisfied? I'm aware of this streak in myself, and I acknowledge it as a failing and as a weakness. It comes from the fear of missing out, from FOMO. Fear that if I admit that I'm satisfied and contented with my lot, then I might just be settling for too little. I think that's what concerns me the most. It's the selective blurring of different pieces of accepted wisdom and interpreting them to suit my own skewed agenda. On the one hand, I'm told to set myself audacious and stretching goals and to work towards them relentlessly. On the other, I'm advised to feel grateful for the micro steps that represent progress, appreciating what I've achieved and committing to working to things for the long term. Is there not a danger that if I content myself with the small steps of progress, I'll lose my resolve for aiming high? The logical answer is of course not. Being appreciative for the smaller achievements is to embody the spirit of gratitude. It doesn't mean settling merely for what I've got, but it's a means of grounding myself in the reality that significant progress takes a long time to achieve. When I'm viewing the world through a lens of deprivation, despondency and difficulty, I see only the gaps and the scarcity in my life, rather than all the ways in which my needs are taken care of. It's a mindset akin to lamenting the way that things used to be back in the good old days, rather than recognising that things evolve and we are constantly moving forwards and changing. It comes from failing to appreciate that through hedonic adaption, we're programmed to, such that over time shiny new things lose their luster and fade into insignificance, in just the same way that cat catastrophes and losses fade away too, so as not to seem too bad when we look backwards. The past seems easier to when looked the past actually seems easier when looked upon with rose-tinted glasses. The achievements that seemed unimportant or important a few weeks ago now look trivial and unimportant. Is there a minimalist approach to gratitude? One of my favourite authors, Ryan Holiday, recently wrote an excellent article entitled The Life-Changing Magic of Having Enough. And in it, he captured perfectly the delight that comes from having all that you need in life, and nothing more than that. It encapsulated the joy that can be taken from being grateful for just the smallest things. He emphasised that while there's nothing wrong with striving for bigger, better and more, that we're mistaken if we believe to, that it's automatically going to bring disproportionately greater happiness and fulfilment the more we achieve and the more that we attain. If we're unable to take satisfaction from having just enough in making the small steps towards progress and from getting through the smallest of obstacles, then we're constantly going to be feeding that hungry ghost that haunts us and taunts us for not having enough or being good enough. That hungry ghost, as I like to think of it, is the part of me which I attribute these harmful and corrosive traits. It's responsible for me overlooking the many blessings I have in my life when compared to what I think I should have, or to what others have. It's responsible for me thinking that my accomplishments, my achievements and my results aren't good enough. It makes me feel like my progress and my growth aren't significant enough or happening quickly enough. And the hungry ghost is the part of me that seeks to diminish the importance of who I am and what I'm doing. Being attuned to our feelings and knowing what prompts them is half the battle, I guess. The next step is in making progress, and that comes from responding effectively when those feelings come up and not letting them get me down. It's not always easy to put the feelings in a box or to react appropriately when they come up, 
but I'll certainly keep on trying, and I hope that you do too. I'm certainly on the lookout for them when my hungry ghost rears its head next, and I feel I'm more ready to react accordingly by being ready for it. I hope that you manage to deal with uh, the negative feelings that come up when you're looking at your own progress or at your own situation and wondering how and if you're going to improve it. Until next time, this is Toby saying goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.